بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد We're discussing in regards to a person's <coughs> monetary and financial dealings إصلاح المعاملات that a person can rectify his monetary and financial dealings which is very very important person's du'as, ibadat and whether it be salah, hajj, and all these a'mal are dependent upon a person's earnings. Whether his earnings are 100% halal, not tainted, there's no makruhat, nothing impermissible, and he refrains absolutely from haram. The environment out there nowadays is very, very easy for a person to get involved in haram transactions, especially now online, on the web, on the internet. There's so many different avenues where people are being influenced that you can make money overnight, become rich overnight. Whereas the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam encourages a person to work hard for the intention of pleasing Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. There's nothing more halal than a person working with his hands and earning a livelihood. And the person who works like this, he gets the reward of sadaqah, of charity, and forgiveness from Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. A very important ulama explained also how a person earns his wealth, that is how he will spend it also. How he earns his wealth, if it is with a niyat of ibadat to pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he will spend his wealth accordingly. And together, together with that they say, you are what you eat. Then the food he will buy also contributes now to his well-being, his health also. The food that he eats, that is what he is thereafter. So a person earns his wealth in the correct manner, then he will spend in the correct manner, and Allah will inspire him also when to spend and how to spend. And numerous incidents in the lives of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, how they earned their wealth, and how they spend their wealth also. It became a means of them making the akhirat, making the jannat. This one incident we read last night in, in our masjid, in the ta'lim at the back, which is very, very important also. Ta'lim takes place after Isha Salah, this is among the amal of Masjid al-Nabawi that took place in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when ta'aleem was taking place. And a person gets inspired, these are the gardens of Jannah. Just diverting a bit also, today we find the people are going for Umrah. And the amount of tension and stress they are experiencing just to get that booking for the roda. It's unimaginable that from here already preparation is made that I have to get my slot to read my salah in the roda of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the amount of stress and tension, the masturata going through the ladies and the men. And we hear in different forums, is that loading, we can't get a slot, what's going to happen? And the amount of tension, as if now Umrah was not accepted, we didn't get a chance to go to the roda. The real purpose of going to Medina Munawara is to make salam to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Roda is for my own jannah. A person is going to visit his mother, is not going to just to have lunch there. I'm going to visit my mother. Whether I have lunch or I don't have lunch. Whether I have a meal or I don't have a meal. The main maqsad and purpose is to go and visit my mother, my father to make salam. We're going to Medina Munawara to go make salam to Nabi alayhi salatu salam. Whether I get my roda, I don't get the roda. But that to Nabi alayhi salatu salam mentioned that the place between my, my member and my home is a piece of Jannah. And together with that, Nabi alayhi salatu salam also mentioned when the halqas and the gatherings of zikr are being made, I found 
the halqas of dhikr, the gatherings of dhikr and ta'aleem are found, then these are also the gardens of Jannah, then grace to your heart's content. These gatherings are found every night in our masjid. But unfortunately we just walk past it. There is no nusuki, there is no application you need, there is no stress, there is no tension. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, a person may sit and he's already in Jannat. This is the words of Nabi Ali salatu wasalam. Do the same thing in our homes, we got Jannat there also. Without any Umrah ticket, without the visa, without accommodation booking, we've already got it in our homes. It should not be that you are doing that to please the nafs. The nafs got happy, I got a spot. Although we are diverting a bit, but these points come to mind. It should not be a person now got his Torah cast in the Roda, I already got my ticket to Jannat. We have to make the effort of Jannat, and that is every night in our masjid. We've got to make the effort of Jannat when Talim is taking place here, and within our homes, within the masjid also. So coming back, my dear brothers, when it comes to, when it comes to our earnings, we find that how Sahaba Ikram earned their livelihood like this also, they spent it in the path of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Just last night I mentioned, we read in Talim also, that Hazrat Hassan and Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhum, Abdullah bin Ja'far also, their cousin, family member, were traveling at one time. And they lost their camels. So they came to the home of an old lady in the desert. They went to a home, old lady, that we have anything to give us to drink or to, or to feed us. She says, I have only one she-goat and absolutely thin with nothing in her. But if you want to milk her, you may take whatever milk she has. So they milked that goat and they drank from there. Do you have anything to feed us? It's the only goat I have, there's nothing else. And the man of the house has gone out. So she says, if you wish, you may slaughter the goat, I will cook the food and feed you all. So they cut the goat, the only thing she had to survive upon. This is how she earned it, and also how they earned their wealth and how it was spent. She sacrificed that goat, they slaughtered the goat, she cooked the food and she fed them. Before they left, Hazrat Hassan Hussein, the grandsons of Nabi Ali Salatu Salam, Abdullah bin Ja'far, Ja'far the son of Abu Talib, what we call the royal family. So they say to her, if any time you come to Medina Munawara, then please come to us. We are the Banu Hashim, we are from Banu Hashim, we are Hashimis. So please do come visit us. Simple woman. So they left. After some time the husband returns. He asked, where is the good? She says, there were some people passed by, they were thirsty. So I allowed them to milk the goat and then to slaughter the goat. And then I fed them also. He got upset. She said, but they were Hashimis. He said, do you believe them? You just believe them as they told you and you slaughtered the goat and you fed them. He was very upset with her. And in the kitab, as the Shaykh mentions also, after some time they fell into, into dire straits. And they came finally to Madinatul Munawwara. Husband and wife, old age. And what was their work? They would take the dung of the camels. They would pick up the dung around Madina Munawwara and they would sell it as fuel for the cooking of the people of Madinatul Munawwara. That time Madina Munawwara was quite extended by then. And one day Ash, the woman is walking, doing her, her business, whatever it was. Hassan radiallahu ta'ala anhu spotted her and he called her. He says, Ma, do you remember me? I don't remember you. She was born old by then. The old age of hers, I don't remember you. He says, so and so time we came to your home, you had a last goat left, you gave us milk to drink and you gave us, you fed us also. And we told you that time when you come into Medina Munawara, please call on to us. He says, I can't remember. He says, we will never forget you for that day. And he calls his assistant, his khadim, his attendant, he says, please bring 1,000 1, goats. 1,000 goats and give this 
give this ma, this old lady, a 1,000 gold coins. This is repayment for your kindness to us. Subhanallah. How she must have earned that goat, how Allah Ta'ala is rewarding her already. How they earn their wealth and how they are spending it. Go to my brother Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu and he'll be just as kind to you. She goes to Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu's home and he asks her, how much my brother gave you? 1,000 goats, 1,000 dinars, gold coin. He calls his khadim, bring 1,000 goats, 1,000 gold coins. She's got 2,000 goats, 2,000 gold coins. He says, go to my cousin Abdullah bin Jafar and remind him who you are. She goes to Abdullah bin Jafar, how much did my cousins give you? 1,000, 1,000. Goats, gold coins. He calls his attendant, bring 2,000 goats, 2,000 gold coins. Subhanallah. And like this, she left, she went to her husband, where did you get this? She got a, what do you say, she became a multi-millionaire within a few moments, you can say. Overnight. Imagine a person now with a farm with 4,000 goats. We can do the math. How much we buy in the goats at Qurbani time? Times 4,000. And 4,000 Kugel coins, if you want to call it. He says, you remember that time you got upset with me, I fed to the Hashimis, etc. Today Allah Ta'ala has turned the tables around. This is how they earn their wealth, this is how they spend in the path of Allah. Meager earnings of hers, she earned it in that way, she sacrificed it in the name of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Nabi Ali Salatu Salam made a dua that comes in munajati maqbul. Allahumma ja'al awsa'a rizqiq aliyya in the kibari sinni. That Allah make the the best of my wealth, the most vast of my wealth, Ya Allah, give it to me my old age. Give the best of my wealth in my old age. Now the youngsters have this amount of strength and then go in them. You want to make it overnight. You want to make it. Whether it comes with barakat or no barakat. Whether makru, whether haram, you have to make it. You got to drive those cars, you got to do those holidays. Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam said, oh Allah, give me the best of my sustenance in my old age. At that time, now when I can't work and it's difficult, then the grandchildren are there. They want to come home. I want to spend upon them. I go tell my children, no. To tell the grandchildren is difficult. They'll give me the best in my old age. So like this, a person makes a little bit sabr when it comes to earning a livelihood. Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam said, adopt taqwa in your livelihood. Adopt taqwa in your livelihood. Allah will test you when the time is right. Allah will give it to you. Allah Ta'ala give us understanding. Subhanahu